0: Somebody's that better. I
1: was told that by I all my right. <laughs> uh uh-huh. <Yeah>. going <laughs> the you know. hey, to do
0: this one All right. So we're going to finish talking about uh, the answer, and then you're going to uh, to apply it to uh, the Jake vignette. And then the final thing you're going to do is uh, do long pieces of the test. So, uh, All right, so we were left off at the end of the mental health need, which leaves us at the um, risk behaviors. So uh, you'll notice in the risk behavior that some of the time frames shift around a little bit. So it's a 30-day waiting period. You're talking about the last 30 days unless otherwise specified. The otherwise specified gets a little different on uh, these items, Uh, so different from different items because different risk behaviors have different kind of trajectories. Suicide comes and goes rather rapidly sometimes. Cyclographic, not so much. So, uh, so you notice the time change. So the time, time change, frames change. Sorry. All right. So uh, suicide risk is trying to kill yourself. there is no evidence, history, or suspicion, is a one. Recent is a two. Acute is a three. That's, not, that's not the last 24 hours of is Uh That's the kind of person who is thinking either a hostile like level of care or uh, something
1: intended to make sure they don't control kill
0: <laughs> Self-endurance behavior is the second item that has a little bit of why. This is, uh, some people call this non-suicidal self-injury. I'm not the technical term for it. But this is uh, injuring yourself purposefully. It's a self-regulatory uh, behavior. Right? So the way it, it works is that, um, you know, I'm not anxious, right? I'm, I'm third born, I ain't third. So if I were to cut myself, it would hurt. Now your body is pretty cool. It doesn't want you to be a three on pain. It wants you to be a two. It wants you to know you have pain so you do something about it, but it doesn't want you to be disabled by your pain. So the body releases endogenous morphine-like substances to help you not be disabled by the pain. It's called endorphins. Right. So um, I'm not going to hurt myself because I don't want to have a two on pain. Now if I had a three on anxiety, if I hurt myself. I move the 3 to a 2 on the pain, but I could move the 3 to a 1 on the anxiety. And so it becomes value-added for me to put myself because I actually feel better. And so if you talk to people who self-injure, they'll tell you, well, I feel better when I do. And they're telling you the truth. Because what they're doing is they're causing a release of the endogenous, morph- endogenous morphine like substance. So what we're finding is there's four pathways of this kind of self-injury. Anxiety, trauma, developmental challenges, and sensation seekers. So the good news is, is the sensation seekers age out of it, right? So you may have a few uh, young adults who still do this, like the choking game, auto association, that kind of stuff. If you get older, you tend to stop doing that. Um, I don't know if that's because <coughs> your endorphins just don't kick in at the same rate, but I suspect. that. But anyway, um, all right. So uh, there's five major forms of self-injury. Nutting, burning, face slapping, head-banging carefully. So, Carefully has his own Latin name, tryptillomania, so we probably need to develop Latin names for all of us. That's an important part of being helpful every be not. So, I've also seen, things. I've seen, people are pretty creative, so I've seen rubbing, and biting, and piercing, and pinching. And I met one young man who's pulling out all his teeth. And the only good news about that is he only did it 32 times
2: you might imagine that he also had a
0: pre right? so uh, he had some serious stuff going on. Uh, anyway, so this is purposely injuring yourself for self-righteousness. Now, I've seen uh, the care guidelines uh, that said anybody with more than two piercings is engaged in self injury Body art, right? So uh, piercings and tattoos or body art, right? Even jailhouse tattoos. They spend a little flex dollars and they don't have a blood ugly tattoo, right? So, uh, not really self-inflicted. Now I did not meet a uh, young guy in the village. He had like 80 piercings on his face alone. Mm-hmm. Completely spiky things coming out. I like, do you kiss your mother kind of thing, right? <laughs> I, I, I might ask him, "How do you feel when you get, you get another piercing?" And he said, "Well, I feel okay." And he plays with it. Okay, maybe there's something. There. So it's hard to always rule out stuff. But in general, piercing is, that big, is their body art and not a purposely injuring yourself with self-regulatory. You know, I mentioned uh, promiscuity before. You know what uh, you know what's the second best way to cause release of endorphins? Sex. Well that's the best way. No. Think about exercise, right? So, uh, right? so but sex does cause release of endorphins. So that's why some people who have trauma histories or less anxiety because they worry about it, right? And so they don't enjoy it as much, and so you don't have it release of endorphins unless you achieve uh, a higher level of uh, satisfaction, so so anxious people don't self-regulate, actually, but traumatized uh, people sometimes do, and that actually can become problematic. But oftentimes, that's why it's not impulsive, it's actually a self-regulate for so Just be aware of that. All right. The other way? you know what the other way is? Actually, probably the healthiest way to cause the release of endorphins? Spicy food. Right. So, um, so mm-hmm. if you if you run a residential program, don't serve land,
1: That's sort of right? So you can see them to be released. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> those, are, those sour fruits, uh, sour uh, things. All right. White all right. Okay. Other oh, self harm. You're trying to kill yourself. You're purposely injuring yourself for self-regulatory purposes. And then you've got every other way somebody might end up dead. That's yeah. what other self-harm. So um, it's a pretty, it's, it's also developmentally specific. You have way more other self-harm for young adults than you do for older adults. Way more for men than you do for women in general. That's sort of changing a little bit. Um, but so you get that kind of thing. And so this is, uh, you know, I think of the movie Jackass as a cultural iconic expression of this kind of stuff. You know, just doing stupid stuff and putting you in some jeopardy. Uh, it tends to be local and trendy. you know, what people do. Uh, now there's organized uh, recreation activities that you might personally think are stupid and reckless, but there are organized recreation <coughs> activities like parasailing, um, bungee jumping, you know, and that kind of stuff. So as long as it's an organized recreation activity, that's not really other self-harm. So going to Bungee Park is not other self-harm. Hanging a clothesline around your ankle and jumping off an apartment building, other self-harm. Activity. Um, there's also more mundane things. Uh, driving while intoxicated, other self are unprotected sex with multiple partners, other self aren't. Doing anything that's putting yourself at physical jeopardy with the other self. Can I go back to the, so
1: the when you're thinking <coughs> about self-timulation as an exact anxiety you when when I think
0: so then you would lower the person's score of, of anxiety because they already have the coping strategy. No, 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 no. I'm just
2: saying that's how that person
0: personally experiencing it. Oh, okay. But not still not that. Enjoy it. So I'm just describing it from uh, from a uh, phenomenal logic perspective of the on the individual. Thanks, so. Flaremon. Okay. So uh, the next item is gambling. So uh, as we've increasingly uh, with having sufficient resources in uh, many uh, jurisdictions, who, uh, turn to have uh, turned uh, to promoting gambling as a uh, regressive tax structure. So, uh, I don't know, do you have, do you have, do you have gambling here? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, some of it's legal, some of it's illegal, but uh, it's always been around. It's the second oldest profession. So, um, it can become a significant problem. So, you're only rating gambling as a the problem. Right? There has to be some function of you do have uh, some folks who spend uh, their all their money on gambling, and they have no money, and they have a problem with that. So we had a uh, we had a, a program for homeless veterans that I uh, helped uh, run, and somebody won a lottery—not a big lottery, but a little lottery. They won a few thousand dollars immediate relapse, right? So, because they had the resources, and they went and used them so, anyway. Um, okay. Exploitation is victimization. So, uh, if you've got somebody elder abuse would be uh, exploitation. Uh, if you've got somebody who's uh, being essentially uh, housed in order to uh, for the people housing them to get their check, that's exploitation, right? So, uh, anybody, any situation where somebody's being taken advantage of. It. If each time they go pick up their check, they get mugged on the way uh, back to their apartment because people know them and know where when they advantage of them that would be exploitation if they're being bullied uh, that would be exploitation so any situation where they're being victimized or being taken advantage of meets somebody else's needs danger others is a violence item so um this is uh the three is like a homicidal level of serious physical harm so uh this is actually um i've read a lot of charts do you know what the most common sentence are charges in the U.S.? First, not a normal birth. I don't know if it's a noun. We need to note that a little less in the adult system than the child system. We consistently note birth details. Anyway, I'm over birth Like so. Here. Anyway, I you know the second most common. It's also the most commonly misspelled. Then go. The whoever expressed homicidal ideation. Very, very commonly noted. I always worry about that phrase. Right? Because, uh, having raised four kids, I guarantee you they sometimes <laughs> yeah. express the homicide radiation, right? And so sometimes it's a figure of speech, right? And so we have a, a pretty violent culture. People talk in that way, and sometimes and when you're in the system, you make those kind of statements, and it gets interpreted within a zero tolerance context, and it becomes a big issue. Right? in Tipper yesterday at a foster mom is on the that are for some of being bullied and they said I could just kill him. So the son actually got in trouble and was suspended for saying, although he's being bullied, was like, wait a minute, what about the bully? Right, but because he said I could just kill him, figure his speech, he didn't mm-hmm. intend to kill him, right? But the figure of speech sometimes people, you know, overreact to that. You know, violence is a really important issue. So you want to make sure you don't trivialize it by talking about figures of speech, you want to make sure you're addressing it when it happens. Um, I, read, I decided that part of the problem was that uh, we have so much violence in our language that I decided that my personal uh, small contribution I could make to that was to eliminate all the violence from my language. So that was my New Year's resolution in 2011, but I failed. I couldn't do it. I'm still saying stuff like shoot an email. You know, I, so, so, I decided, so I decided to, to renew the, the uh, attempt for so 2012. I'm going to do it for sure so I'm locked and loaded and ready to
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.
0: Just be careful about this item. We're really looking for uh, dangerous. We, we have it in our database. Yeah. Redlock. Redlock,
1: redlock. I think the language in our database.
0: Right. So just be careful of speech. Sexual aggression is the use of force, the threat of force, or the use of a power differential of force on one on another. So the use of force, violent, rape, and sexual aggression, the threat of force, I will kill you if you tell anybody mm-hmm. what you did. Uh, sexual aggression, a power differential, an age difference, a size difference, an IQ difference. Uh, uh, power differential in terms of authority in a particular setting, a babysitting kind of relationship, any of that kind of stuff. That's all um, sexual aggression. But what that means is that anything else is not. So this is a particular issue for uh, uh, adults with developmental challenges who do sexually inappropriate things but they're not really aggressive and they get labeled as sexual aggression and it's not really sexual aggression. It's issues of sexuality but it's not sexual aggression. So just be it. it's those things. are talking about the perpetration of sexual violence on another. And then criminal behavior, this is the mental health definition. This is thing for which you can go to prison. So, um, whether or not they are findings the guilt, from doesn't matter. This is what you know about, not whether they're finding the so The legal functioning is the justice definition. This is the mental health definition. All right. Any questions about risk behaviors? Usually the easiest section to, to learn because we're very, very, very comfortable with assessing risk Usually a standard part of documentation. Usually the strength of the hardest because that's where we're less comfortable. Alright, the very last section is entirely optional. And it's there only because there are a subset, it's usually a relatively small subset, but there's a subset of adults who do have somebody who helps take care of them. And when they have somebody who helps take care of them, understanding the needs of that caregiver sometimes is an important part of approaching an effective plan for that kind of person. So uh, that's what this is about. Like I, for instance, I uh, I worked with back, for years now, uh, a, uh, a woman, she's about 45, she had agoraphobia, she's very, very, very anxious. She had a history of significant trauma. We didn't know at the start, but it got revealed over the course of treatment. Uh, but she, had, she was agoraphobic. She lived with her mother, who also was had agoraphobia, and the interesting thing is their dog, also had a go on those right so they're all free of them. I mean the dog would get outside of this freak and it's freaking, uh, lose its, uh, its mouth and then have to go right back in and never after went for a walk. That's right? so anyway, but we knew we were successful in treatment when they could take the dog for a walk, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, right? So it's a whole like Anyway um, so that had implications, right? Her mom's anxiety it was a really important to understand in terms of you're not gonna really be successful I I was you can't address the anxiety it was pulsing through the entire household. Right? So, so, anyway, so that would be where physical behavior was, the physical problem. You can have uh, adults with developmental challenges who do really well because they're with their parents, and when their parents start behaving. And one of the big, big challenges is what happens when those parents become too old to take care of their children. Right? That's a big challenge. That their a physical challenge, where it becomes their physical status of so the who loves their child enormously, just simply no longer can physically do the things that are necessary to take care of uh, Involvement is, uh, you notice this section is called uh, Strengths and Needs, and that's because some of the zeros are actually
2: strengths. This
0: is zero is a strength. So a zero on involvement <laughs> is an advocate. That's somebody who knows uh, the person that they're care, caregiving, uh, we'll uh, advocate for them, we'll get in the face of providers and say this is what I want you to do. Not always the most positive people to work with, but what, how we like all care to be able to be together. You know know what, the, what your person, your caregiver needs and make sure they're a it. A one is a willing participant, you tell me what to do and I'll do it. Those are the easiest to work with because they just follow your guide and lead. But that's not often, we we'll want people to understand the advocate themselves. Uh, two is you do do whatever you want to Johnny would leave me out of it. So uh, take care of uh, this person, but it's not my problem. It's his problem. And so uh, I don't want to really be engaged, you know.
2: And three is I'm not really wanting
0: to be the caregiver anymore. You know, get them out of here. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is the item that's most at risk of uh, cultural sensitivity. So. Uh, Human nature say what I know, you know, if you don't know what I know, you've got a knowledge well that introduces all our biases. So um, we suggest you ask the question a little bit differently, which is, is there information that if I made it available to the caregiver, they could be more effective for the person that they're taking care of? It's really, it's really common understanding. Sometimes that has to do with diagnoses or treatment options or the meaning of their behavior. Lots of times uh, it has to do with... Um, you know, particularly if they're a caregiver for somebody with some developmental challenges understanding how you manage behavior and those kinds of things and give people feedback and uh, all that kind of stuff is an important knowledge issue. And, uh, funny story from, from yesterday that uh, uh, the actually the same one I was talking about before her, her one of her foster kids uh cause problems in school. And the uh, and they'd go through tantrums. And they start throwing furniture around in the classroom. And so they get removed. He's a really, really smart kid, yeah. but a little bit on the second. So he start throwing furniture, right? And then uh, he went to the school and I said, you know what, Magic? He came out here and she said, well, can I ask you, what do you do when you are him from the classroom? He said, oh, we said he went to the principal's office and he watched a sponge <laughs> okay point of right? I wonder why he's throwing furniture in the classroom. That's a a knowledge issue, right? Not understand the consequences of your behavior. Uh, uh, Social resources or natural support for the caregiver. It's very, very hard. If you're a a single person and you're taking care of a person with major mental illness, it's lonely and difficult, and if you have other people in your life who help you, that's a powerful thing. If you uh, if you have money, you can buy them. If you don't have money, you have to run the lot of things. If you don't have others, it's pretty hard to be a uh, uh, support for for somebody with high needs. Mm-hmm. Family stress is the burden of the uh, family or the caregiver from the needs of the individual. The so the rest of the answer is the need of the individual. Family stress is. What's the impact of those needs having on the caregiver environment? This is the thing that burns out caregivers, right? If you don't pay attention to it, then that's how you lose caregiver um, options for some So That's why that's here. It's, a, it's also what frequently brings uh, caregivers into engaging in treatment because they're so stressed out. Yeah. It's also suggestive <coughs> as one of these options. And then safety, this is the uh, abuse, you know, is the caregiver dangerous to the person you're serving? So, um, if
2: they're elderly, then I think you know, an elder, uh, then that elder abuse. But there's all sorts of abuse that happens regardless of age, so uh, you can have situations where somebody is uh,
0: being abused or neglected, um, you so know, that's exactly what this is about.
2: So this is, is the
0: caregiver safe to the person you're serving? <laughs> Most of the time you won't be doing that section, but sometimes you do, and when you do, it can be quite important. All right. Questions, comments, concerns? Alright, so the next thing we're going to do is you're going to pull out the Jake Vignettes. And you're going to form small groups with two or three people. Given the structure of the room, I think it's going to be harder, too hard to do more than three people, because it's going to be hard to talk across. So I mean, I suppose you can turn around and talk up to people, but I think even the seats don't really rotate around very much. I would that you form groups of, of two or three, and the job is the job is okay, to do the stakes vignette. Yeah. Okay. Describe, describe <laughs> um, Jake with the answer. Now I lied to you when I told you that you have to pay attention to anything else beyond the 60 characters. It's absolutely something you have to pay attention to. It has nothing whatsoever to do with using the answer in real life. It has everything at all to do with passing the test. There is a vignette assumption. The vignette assumption is no mention is no evidence. As we've already talked about, no evidence of a need is what number?
1: here None of them zero.
0: zero. 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 None much strength and not Three, three. three. Yeah. Exactly right. So the way you do the answer is you start. I'm with the vignette. You start out with all zeros on the knees, all threes on the strings. So you read the vignette. If you see for a need some reason to be suspicious, some indirect evidence, some history, you move it up to a one. If you see clear evidence of a functional impairment, you might make it as two. If it's dangerous or disabling, you make it a three. If you're starting with a zero, you're looking for a reason to change your mind. For the strengths, it's the opposite. You're starting with a three and looking for a reason to change your mind. If there's some evidence of something you might be able to use, that moves it to a two. If there's clear evidence of something that you can actually use as a helpful part of your planning process, that's a one. If there's something there that you can really make a focus of a plan, well that's a okay, zero. so that's how it that works. So uh, form your groups, do the cams. The answer on uh, Jake, and then we'll review it in a in a bit. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Please. I want we'll to do that after we do it. Okay. Oh yeah. Do, use this form, DJ. Yeah. This is
2: what the form is. Project.
0: Okay. Okay. I would recommend that each person in the group do one of these forms. When we review it, it's easier. We'll get to
1: that. We'll get to that. do one of your You want to no. No. Thank you Maybe you take a question. I drinking three or four times a week. I was just roughing I'm going to go the next to go to the next slide. i to the next slide. I'm going the next I'm <laughs>
2: Can you put the um,
1: can you put the treatment planning form up? That the treatment
2: planning form up.
1: You have to show me that one. Is it on yours? Uh, it's called treatment planning form. Um. I'd am not to One <laughs> more
0: now, when we get to this phase of the training, I always feel like I owe you an apology because it's uh, a little bit vague, I think, so it's a little bit hard to tell. I I'd like to know a little bit more about uh, Jake's friends and the circumstances of him in the car and all that stuff, right? So, uh, there's some stuff you don't know. Uh, now, we can take a reliable vignette by getting quotes from the manuals and putting in the paragraphs and <clears throat> having to play the math game At the end, of the thinking tool, so you want the training to be congruent with that. Uh, we can bring in a whole case record. You can spend a day a reading through it, figuring out what to read, what not to read. Too much time. Jake was
2: unavailable.
0: So, he <laughs> right uh, if, if you guys sit down and talk to Jake and he's talked up his uh, Father and stepfather, like you know, stepmother, mother, uh, mother for, for that purpose. That all to be helpful, right? So uh, you're stuck with a one-page bag and yet. Yeah. So here's the deal: we're not going to completely agree on everything, right? So there are uh, about 150,000 people who are certified in these approaches around uh, the world, and to my knowledge, only two people ever got perfect scores. Both of them cheated, right?
2: so uh, yeah
0: and originally, when I first started doing this, we used to get trainers the recommended source for the tests. When we discovered one trainer thought her job was to get people to pass rather than to learn, and so she just would hand people to the uh, recommended source, and they did quite well. Some some of them uh, didn't, weren't even smart enough to know that a little bit, so anyway. All right, so there's no way we're going to complete play later. Now, if I say don't worry about it, and you say keep an eye on it, that's not what it is. If you say this is a centerpiece strength and I say this is a useful strength, not a huge deal. If you say don't worry about it, I say it's dangerous or disabling, that's a pretty big deal. Even if I say it's actual, that's a big deal. If you say it's a centerpiece strength, I say what strength, that's a big deal. Even if you say it's useful, I don't say it's that's a big deal. So the big, uh, the big issues are items we're off by two or three because those are the items. That means we're really seeing J from a close different perspective in terms of what we do about it. They'd be at different action levels. So um, that's what to pay attention to. Now, interestingly enough, the interclass correlation coefficient works exactly the same way. You can be in agreement or off by one on a bunch of items and still be reliable. It's when you're off by two, and particularly when you're off by three, that your reliability sinks. So pay attention. As we walk through Jay, pay particular attention for any items where you disagree. I'll also talk about the arguable range. Without every vignette, there's an item that uh, it could be a this or that, depending on exactly how you read it. All right? Now, if you were to characterize Jake just briefly, I mean, I think you'd probably say, well, here's the young man who's depressed with some substance use issues, who's gotten himself involved in criminal behavior, resulting in his involvement in the legal system, and he's got some pretty significant family problems. So that's Reasonable? That's pretty... Published. Okay, so the the answer should reflect that story. Right? So you should always be able to see somebody's story when you look at people. Mm-hmm. So uh, is, Jeff, is Jake healthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the physical medical is zero. There's nothing I know that's not healthy. Would you intervene in the family system? Yes. Absolutely. You've got some stuff going on. Uh, is it disabling? Probably not. Is it actual? Absolutely. So the right one's going back too. I wouldn't argue with you too much of this actually, but it's, it's at least a student. If you wouldn't back in the other family. A oh, tree is more well, like domestic violence. Now there is some
2: there is some stuff around the uh, talking
0: talking each other as parents and the divorce thing, but, uh, there's a lot of parents out there who uh, are raising uh, kids with uh, divorced parents and uh, a lot of them think their ex mate is pretty well, <laughs> serious, <right? laughs> I know action television, I know both sides, and the uh, media on both sides. But they don't think that for any other reason. So it is what it is. Employment now. Jake is unemployed. Uh, he has been employed, but not uh, well employed. So here you're talking a two-three debate. Oh, I think he him a three, but I would argue much of a two. It was two. It's a night, yeah, right. These are four days, right? So if I don't to
1: the two, I might be comfortable with three and maybe a hard but again, that's... Well, we, I get We, I'm ask about that because like he, he is only 19 years old. But it's not like he's 25 or 30, and he's got some employment. And at his age, it wouldn't be unusual for someone his age to have some employment history and maybe not be working right now. But if they're not working and they're employment
2: an age and not going to school, you want to do
0: work. That's not guaranteed that can do about to not About to lot. Okay. lot, Right. So don't develop large rationalizations for the presence of something. Say, "Are they working or not?" They're working. You wanted to work. That would be a
1: target need.
0: That's how this works. This is where it gets tricky, right? Because it's, you, you would think around those kinds of issues if you work with somebody. In this model, this is just deciding whether it's a background need or a treatment target need or an anticipated outcome. It's not deciding whether or not it's a need. Uh, we'll talk about that we we'll talk about this. All right. Social functioning. I think social functioning is hard. I mean, there's not a lot of the vignette about it. You know, he has some friends, so at least he has some social functioning stuff. His friends is where he got in trouble. His friends are a drinking buddies. But again, like, you know, it's hard to know whether he has social functioning issues or not. He definitely has family relationship issues, but whether he has social functioning issues. So there's enough in there to make you worried, but there's not really any direct
2: evidence of a, 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 a need
0: to the right, of one. lump. I could see an argument for I yeah. can yeah. if you take a pure vignette assumption you'd say nothing going on, but you do have the one thing that's going on Is him going he got in trouble when he's doing something with his friend. Right. That's what would make you a little bit worried. That well my, that's what that's why this is a hard <laughs> item yeah. for this vignette, yeah. yeah. right? Right. I can see an argument for that too. So you can see an argument for a zero, to like a pure vignette or something. You can see an argument for a two. And probably, if you knew Jake, he probably would in fact be a two. It's hard not to read into the vignettes. That's a hard one. Uh, recreational functioning. Uh, it sounds like his primary recreation is playing music late at night at the house. So, so you don't have a lot going on here. Uh, the question would be, would you develop a recreational plan for Jake? I would probably say yes. Would so you consider riding around in the car drinking with his body
2: circulation?
0: Uh, probably not. Because so, <laughs> that's not a one you'd recommend, right? But,
2: but that's say. what
0: would add into the rating on this. You right. would probably want to have an alternative strategy for recreation than that. But so that's not you know, a recreational, <laughs> recreational strategy, right? So the recommended score for Jake is actually too. two.
1: <laughs> you know, that's where it gets
0: tricky, right? You know the way recreation is not very good, but you don't know what else to do. Right? So, that's, <laughs> right. that's
1: probably actually most of yes, recreation is
2: one of the harder items. So it's
0: really hard uh, yeah. And here I have more of a one thing
1: that go.
2: yeah.
0: uh, yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. Something's going on, no. uh, Any evidence
1: of uh, right Okay, I'm going to ask you to do the impossible. have
0: uh, uh, Have one conversation. Uh, because what happens is in your cell reactions you get noisy and the people behind you can't hear. So, the that we can have one conversation. That's great. Or if you just keep your celebrations, that'd
1: be good. He
0: enjoys working on cars. He enjoys working on cars. He just hasn't been doing it much lately, well as twice. But yeah, I mean that's where I again,
1: mean,
0: that's certainly something you'd be looking for him to do more on, right? That's, at least that's how I read it. It's like, okay. There's something here, where right? We can use that and get him back doing that with dad, and maybe that could actually be a vehicle, to vehicle towards a job. Right?
1: Okay. I should um, I'm sorry?
0: It doesn't say he doesn't do other things. It doesn't say he doesn't, which is the problem with him yet. Because in real life, you just ask him, right? So he's definitely not a free, he's definitely not a zero, but that's what it is. No debate on intellectual, is there? Anybody give other than a zero? No debate on sexuality, is there? Anybody give other than a zero? Living skills, he does some things, he doesn't cook, now he's 19, so. uh, Right? So that's not bad. I mean if it goes on water and stuff, that's something. So it's probably, you wouldn't probably send it to a program of uh, life-skill development, but you probably would encourage him to, to maybe cook a meal each week or something like that. So, that's hard. so the reference goes to WAMA. Um, Residence of Stability is also a WAMA. Um, yeah, you might get, I mean, it's, here's a little bit of a, um, a a tricky kind of situation. He's moved from uh, the mother to the father. It doesn't sound like the living situation is going real well. So, uh, he also sees living there as a drag. Uh, so, one could make the concern of the reason that it's a one is it's not fair to get you worried. Is this really where you're going to have him live? Are you going to have a living? What are you going to do with this moving forward? Because the current situation isn't particularly ideal. So you could get to a situation where stepmom says it's either him or me, right? Mm-hmm. I and mean, so those kinds of things which happen in these kinds of circumstances create housing instability. So that's why the reference is sort of one, one. It's not fair to be worried about. It's not unstable, but, and again, if you gave it a zero, that's part of the debate. If you take a pure vignette assumption, you make the assumption that there's no reason to believe this housing is unstable, it would not be a zero. If we do a one, we're in right the market scenario. A well, one, thing. exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, two, if we do a two. Oh, a two is, it's not really in the argument. Two would be it's unstable housing. It? So, and he hasn't really moved yet. So I would say it's more you want to either prevent this or play on it. So, uh, I
1: think we uh, not something that would be fitted if we make one. I'm sorry? It, it actually said we'd move. In the
2: spot, it's more multiple. Right. Here's a one.
1: Right. Uh,
2: well, it's only one time
0: about it. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, All
0: right. Uh is uh does J C have legal involved? Oh, yeah. yeah, I got a
1: probation. I want
0: to start the two.
1: Well, three is really kind of uh, at risk of going off to prison. So, uh, well, I mean, that's a culture-bound phenomenon.
0: Huh? So in, in Loudoun County, if Jake's the kind of guy that gets shipped out, and that will be a free, right? And that's culture-bound, right? So it's possible that here, yeah. Well, <coughs> it depends, right, on
2: exactly.
0: It like, depends on the, the location. Right? It, sounds like, it sounds like here Jake might be a 3. Right?
2: That's all
0: the math, right? How many people gave it, Jake a 2? How many people
1: gave Jake a 3? You see what I'm
0: saying,
1: right? How uh,
0: uh, 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 many a 1? Okay. Well, yeah, right. I mean, there are places that are in Oregon.
1: <laughs>
0: the the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying
2: to
1: listen. <laughs> <laughs> you think a stepmom might uh, sell a out to the cops?
0: Yeah. Well, I, those are the kind of things that if you knew that information, that would be useful enough. Uh, and then that might actually change the rating. And so that's why it's so much easier to do this in real life because you can ask those kind of questions. But right? at least he didn't say uh, that's not my go-pa, uh, That's uh, my stepmom planted it there, trying to get. it for a friend. friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> believe that? You <laughs> believe that? <laughs> Uh sleep.
0: <laughs> sleep. Uh sleep is all. So uh, I sleep down on a three. No uh, my uh, sleep home. but it's certainly not a zero. So the question is, would you intervene on uh, in his sleep? Would you want to get his sleep into a more normal uh right? The answer is usually yes. So the regular on sleep is a two, the debate is a one three. 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 two thing.
1: Well, that's
0: an example of... Yeah, but said, the question the evidence, right? The question is, if you're thinking that one of the ways you're going to work with Jake is to get him a job, right, work with him to get a job so that he can actually live on his own, then maybe one of the things you
2: need to do is get his sleep in some order so that he has the sleep that's consistent with...
0: Adult got a job, right? uh, and I see a oh, uh, I would definitely get jacket, too, honestly. I would definitely say this would be something I'm going to work with and allow because that's
2: the essence of the all-in the adult. I think that's what you might be But If you talk, I won't
1: spend a lot of time on this, but if you talk about being culture-bound and you talk about a teenage culture, you know, I mean, you're the one who said it about, you know, sleep habits like vampires, and so I don't See a 19-year-old who smokes and dope and drinks and stays up all night listening to music as being, you know, sort of moderately impaired, and if you mess around with some of the other stuff, like, well, let's stop drinking, let's get,
0: get you a life, you know, then, to me, the sleep would fall in line with that. And, and so that sounds well, no, I of, think we're agreeing, we're, we're just, what you're debating is, is the sleep a treatment target? Or is it, because if you're saying the sleep falls in line and it's saying it changes the sleep, that makes it an anticipated outcome and not a treatment target. So I well, think it's a legitimate one to debate based on what's in the, in the vignette. The way I read the vignette, I would definitely want to try and make it because I you know, you want to make sure and what you'd love to know, the thing you'd like to know is what the implications is he sleeping all day. Does he want to night like job? I mean that's really fine. you can do that right. If that's the case then you have a different thing, you don't have to make much changes. But if he wants to live on his own, because you think it's simple, well, what are the steps he needs to take? How you gonna get him off probation? how are you gonna get him working, what are the things he needs to do to accomplish that, one of those you know, is gonna be to have a, a little bit more order than life. And that's the difference between a teenager and an adult. The other thing I just went back. I just
2: missed that one.
0: that was the um, the anchor stipulates a full night's right. What you Yeah. And full, uh, the problem with a full night, the concept is a social developmental and uh, an individual. Right. So a full night sleep means something different for different people. For I me, mean, since he, he stayed and up and all night playing games, so he's not uh, getting the full. Night. Yeah. Right. So that's that's the, that's the kind of the concept of each right? So that's why I would rather do. All right, but isn't that debate? That's basically just so uh, self-care. Any evidence that he can't groom or fluid or any of that stuff? <coughs> All right. How about transportation? All right. I mean, what you don't know is do that the parents take away access into his car? Does that have some meaning to that? So I give a zero. give a one Okay. So in terms of what's actionable according to the recommended scores on Jake, is family employment, recreation, legal, and sleep right. and all of most of those are, are a little bit arguable but ones that are not arguable from an actual level is family, employment, and legal. All three of those are by, are absolutely actual. The debate is more mm-hmm. You
1: pick
0: close? We're always in an ad or other there items where are off by two or three? Mm-hmm. Voila. All right. So strengths. So Dick has some strengths, right? He doesn't really have any centerpiece strengths, though, does he? And he has some areas where you probably would be thinking about strength development. So uh, what are his strengths? In terms of the recommended scores, the ones that are clearly strengths are his family and his sense of himself and his future. He wants to get off the mission. He has some optimism. That's useful. He does have some positive family relationship with father. The ones that are possible are social connectedness, depending on the meaning of who his friends are and so forth, and what that model is about. 10 pounds and in interest is interesting. So, and the rest of them are not useful strengths They might be identified. So let's walk, I'm going to walk through the end of it, but I'll just summarize Okay, so family strengths are sort of one. But he does have a father, I right, know this father, he has a history with his mother. He doesn't have a father with his uh, stepmother. You don't know anything about his uh, siblings, but you do have a father. So.
2: <laughs> it's a little unclear whether he has a centipede.
0: I mean, they does. he has been allowed to live with both parents under the different circumstances, so maybe he's not clear. In general, at all, in general, that you're stuck with a... You know, one. If cleaner were a word, if you find yourself with a cleaner, the recommendation is to round towards no evidence. So down on these, up on the strengths. Mm-hmm. You, the way it works is to use the action models first. That, those, you can know, you use the anchor definition if they make sense. You use the action models. And then if you're still stuck, you around those no evidence. And that's actually evidence. Because as I mentioned before, uh, the evidence is all of you is effective for people who need it and it's not effective for people who don't. So you don't want to intervene if it's clear if people need it. Right? You don't want to use the strength of those spirits there. Alright, so family strength. Social connectedness is a one-two debate, right? It does have some friends, but you don't know a whole lot about them except that they're drinking buddies. So that's more of the identified rather than the useful. You want to know more about them before it's a useful social because if you're always socially connected because you all use drugs and alcohol together, it's a different yeah. kind of social connectedness. Right? It's something that can identify at least the ability to communicate, but it's not a positive one. Right? Two would be the recommended score. Now, for optimism, the recommended score is one. He does, in fact, want to uh, get off of it. It's a positive one. Right? It's not as as positive as one site, right? but it's a positive. Right? You know, job. Is he involved in education? No,
2: he's a Does he have any job history?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's identify, but probably not something that you actually can use. Right? His resume is probably not something that helps him get a job. At least he has some job experiences that will help him understand. it. So that's a two. Identify, but not even the building. Talents and interest it's a real one-two debate. Mm-hmm. It depends a lot about exactly what it means to be in a solid work on a car, so that could easily be a one. Uh, or we could say, well, I don't know enough on whether I can actually use this or not. The right sort of a one. I, I wouldn't argue much with a one or a two. That's what the debate is. is music? music, maybe, but for at least a two. Spiritual religious is a three. There's nothing in it yet. Right? Community connection is in a community, but your he knowledge is not really necessarily connected except possibly through this group of friends that you don't know whether that's a positive connection or not, for the recommendation of the two. You know what community you want to connect into, but it's a little bit normal to Michelle. It
2: says cultural connection. Cultural aspects of life. To my mind that's
0: not yeah, well, the people in the community could be part of the culture of like equity, right? Mm-hmm. I say people are culture, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, the people sort of define the culture. Right? <laughs> but I thought it meant, like, church involvement and I mean, yeah. no, that sort of I means, uh, mm-hmm. that would sound as to council. Well, that's what i thought cultural aspect of life. Yeah. It yeah. would also mean people. It's all the institutions of a community. So one of the institutions of the community are uh, um, no, the yeah, people that community. Probation? Probation? I don't know. Is that an institution? Yeah, absolutely. And they are an in. institution just because they're physically with the community? Exactly. Uh, let, me, let me give you an example. So uh, when I grew up with a kid in Speedway Indiana, Yemen, we had a neighbor, uh, and uh, I didn't know it at the time, uh, but I would now know it. it, it was, you know, so he'd like to go out and he'd like to watch cars at the highway and he clapped and so forth. And he was just completely accepted as a part of the neighborhood. He was just part of the neighborhood. People would take him lemonade at hot days and so forth. I'm absolutely certain that helped his parents keep him at home way better than if he'd been picked on or bullied or so forth. The fact that he was accepted and treated as just another neighbor mm-hmm. is really valuable. So that's what that's talking about. And that's the culture of a neighborhood, the people, and, uh, and you have lots of folks with major mental illness who live in places in um, neighborhoods that their neighbors are, you know, they say hi, and they talk to them and they say, quote, i live in a neighborhood know. where I work and, you know, see people all the time. I mean, it's not, it's not a yeah, so I guess my suggestion with that, that would be, when we were going through the item, um, I thought it was clarified that community be refers to the general
1: organized
2: social
1: and and connection. And so I'm wondering about
0: the overlap between yeah. those two. That's a great question because the natural supports would be individual people. And the community would be could be the people of the community right? So there is overlap, but all of this stuff has a potential for overlap. So his sleep issues might be related depression, the but there's a good sort of depression, other man does sleep. Same kind of thing here. You got a community connection because of religion. So you're connected to community so you're connected to communities but you also have spiritual religious strengths. If you're connected to the community because you have people, then you have community connections and you have that. So that's based out what
2: they're not mutually
0: exclusive. So it's this it doesn't necessarily mean it's not that, it's a profile. So you're painting a picture. So for him, like he's got that, he's got the probation world as well, which often kind of is a community, you know, is a connection with a lot of kids that are in probation. Would that be sure, absolutely. Right. I mean it's a little bit tricky in probation because again these are sprints, right? right? So uh so it uh, you know, right. people who are encouraging and doing anti coaching things or similar thing, that's not so much a natural support for a community connection, right? So gang and it not really a community connection. That same sense, right? So, so, sort of depends, but yeah, absolutely. If, if you have a, a young person uh, or an old person who goes to the uh, elder center and hangs out with a bunch of the old folks and drinks coffee, that's a
1: connection. The and okay. 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 Like, Could be, I mean it depends
0: on the circumstance, right, I know a lot of people have made no that mm-hmm. hang out, a lot of other people have made no and find a lot of support from that, right? And so... What
1: would the probation
0: be seen as this? Well that's where you have, the probation officer is not an support, the probation officer is a cage, you know, that's all part of the, that's a cage carrier, that's part of the, of the system, right? So just because you're in the same neighborhood as your probation office isn't Section, right? But just because you're in the same neighborhood as your clinic, it's not a community mm-hmm. connection. If you're in the same neighborhood as your clinic, it uh, allows you to uh, connect with other people who go to the same clinic, and you have connections with people who that do that's a community connection. Right? So you have to separate out the interventions from the natural environment. This right? is about the person, not about the person in care.
1: For which?
0: For that community. Connections. Community uh, connections is you've identified a community, you know where he lives, right? So the only folks that are really treating that community is they're not, they don't have any community, right? So if you're institutionalized, if you're coming out of a state hospital or a, or a long-term uh, residential placement where you've never left a nursing home, thing, you have no community connections, right? So just by virtue of living Yeah, you've identified it, right? So remember the the action levels. Three is not yet identified, two is identified. One is useful, you know, centerpiece. All right. Natural support, same deal, right? He does have some friends, but he don't know if they're helpful to him. So that's a two, you've identified something, but you need to know more about them before you can say, I can actually use this in my plan. Based on what you know, you wouldn't say, hey, I'm going to connect him with his drinking buddies and that will help him in his recovery. Right? That's not how you think about it, right? Based on what you know. So that's why it's a two. Identify that uh, Resiliency, resourcefulness, and volunteering are all three. All right, so now you could have a two, three debate on both resiliency and resourcefulness. But there's no real evidence to be identified all right. You still reasonably
2: close.
1: or mm-hmm. yeah. three. Yes, I All right. All
0: right. Culture. Now, in general, in general, um, he has no cultural needs. The one debatable area is cultural strength. So, no language issues to your knowledge. No identity issues to your knowledge. No ritual issues to your knowledge. Uh cultural stress around the zero, but I wouldn't argue with you at all if you flagged as a one around issues of, uh, of being nineteen and uh, that kind of stuff. Is town, town, city? town city, absolutely. you've got some stuff going on that may make you worried about it. So uh, so that's why if you gave a one, I wouldn't argue at that, all. All right, in terms of mental health needs. Uh, Jake has two clear mental health needs: two actual mental health needs—depression and substance use. Right. So those are both actual. He's got a few things you might worry about, but not psychosis, would you? So psychosis is a zero. There's no evidence that he's impulsive, right? So that's a zero. I mean, some people look at that as borrowing the car, but that doesn't necessarily make it impulsive, right? He might have been planning it for weeks, right? I mean, you don't know. Uh, depression. The riskness sort is of a two. Um, again, you might be thinking of three, but a three is really a disabling level. That would be um, pretty serious. So depression a tweener? Or is that a clear two? Uh, if, it, if it's a tweener, it's a tweener card of a So, uh, But he said he's depressed. He's coming for help but because he's depressed. He has a number of different symptoms of depression.
1: Did you think three? Yeah. No, got
0: Oh, two?
1: Well, the right
2: ones are the two. Yeah, right. Sure. If, if you gave him, did you give him a one?
0: Yeah, that's one the big would lie, right? It's a little bit top to top of the vignette, whether he did initiate treatment. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> where it's challenging, right? You know that he can't he presented at the clinic because of depression, and so you know that. But you don't know where that comes from, you know that's the information. You know that he's got a number of different characteristics symptoms like presentations that are consistent with depression. That's why most people say it rises to the level of, yeah, okay, based on what I know here, I will probably look into initiating treatment for depression. But, like, again, yeah, that's where the debate lies. It's
2: certainly not a free it's not
0: a periodical. Uh, anxiety is in there about his being uh, worried about it. He may want to be worried right about that. <laughs> oh, <have> no, <laughs> oh, <I think> <laughs> that would be bad. I was doing a pop quiz, whatever.
2: One
0: of the right now is a zero. Uh, interpersonal problems. I think this is tough. Um, I probably personally would give him a zero. The right of it was actually one. Sometimes. So that's more of the debate is, you know, he, he's clearly a clear he's and he's also a bit young to have a right? But there is some stuff that sounds a little bit um uh, uh antisocial the same deal, the regular go to one. Now there I thought I'm more on board with that. I mean with the uh borrowing sort of parks uh some uh somewhat criminal here. I guess with the trauma I think it's fairly difficult. Uh the of actually has zero. Um yeah, right. No, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so he does have these things around uh, the family stuff that could well be, but is there a tie-in between and so forth? That's what is sort of a missing piece. I wouldn't argue much with the one. I think I might actually be prone to giving a, giving Jake the one, but uh, the vignette assumption is that this has not been pulled together and so. In real life you'd be asking you know, is his depression and drinking is it congruent with the, these moves and the conflict between his parents and trying to understand a link there? So if there is, then that would be adjustable to the uh, anger control. Well, you know he argues with his stepmom, but you don't know what what how severe that is and so forth. So the recommended is a zero, again it's a zero one debate. So uh someone's used use is a three. Uh,
1: there's
0: a 2-3 debate. I'm yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry? Yeah, right, so uh, the big question is not is the uh, implications of his use and getting arrested and those kinds of stuff. Yeah, well, again, if it's a 2-3 debate, we're not very worried about it because you're saying you're going to initiate treatment. So,
2: uh, so. Yeah, no. Like I said,
0: before, yeah. Don't worry about the test. If you're in the article range, you're gonna, you're gonna do great on the test, right? So if you gave a zero on substance use, you'd be at a risk of not passing the test, right? That's how the test works, right? So uh, if you gave a two and the uh, remainder's a of three, or you gave a three and the remainder's a two, don't worry about it. You'll pass the test. So it's impossible to know that level of detail with the test.
1: Hang on,
0: we have the floor. I'm sorry, this is the impulse part. Um, there's a, a, is it really just looking at whether or not he has, like, hyper restless behaviors? Is that what we're looking for? Well, uh, for adult ADHD, uh, that will be a piece of it. But you're really looking for, for impulses or you're looking for loss of control of behavior. You're looking for him doing things impulsively. And the definition of impulsivity is that you do not have control over your behavior. It could be. Or oh, it could be you've been planning it for months. Right?
2: Know. Yeah, but so the right <laughs> answer is a zero because you don't know. If you, don't so you gave it a one because you think you have enough evidence to
0: worry about it. Okay, that's, that's where the argument is. But there's no clear evidence that what he's done is a So you'd have to see something in the vignette of saying... He didn't want to take the car, but then his friends pressured him and said, okay, I want to take the car and we're going to do it. And so you see some evidence that he, he doesn't really control what he gave it doesn't involve an impulse and, on it and that's what you're looking for. That's what you'd be looking for in real life, right? When you're doing an on actual phone or contact, you stole your parents' car. You have adult mediation, right? You wouldn't do that, right? What were the circumstances in which you did it, what, you know, what were you thinking when you decided to do that? I don't know what, that, what were You, say, you know, I let me I understand how you were thinking about it. What did you think would happen when you mobbed your parents' child, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Right? Uh, eating disturbance is uh, free. All right, I now now Jake is a fairly uh, low risk guy in general, right? So um, the uh, only items where he's not a zero would be other self harm because he's worried about that drinking and driving business
1: mm-hmm. and criminal behavior
0: because he is in fact has engaged in criminal behavior and actually he's to engage in criminal behavior after his arrest. So uh, those are both twos. Um, although the other self harm, uh, would it might be a one. So, so okay, I go through it one at a time. Suicide risk. Is Jake suicidal? No. no, that's a zero. And is he uh, engaged in uh, yes. purposely injuring himself yes. or self-register? So the self-injurious behavior is a zero. Is he reckless? Yes. 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 Probably. So
1: in the drinking drive? We don't count? have any evidence that he took the car and drove right. yeah. right. mm-hmm. oh, right. it He took the car and drove. So if he gave a one
0: because right. he's not, the question is how did he get the car back, right? And so there's all sorts of issues here. But if he just stole the car to go drink with his friend so he could be the designated driver, then he's a zero, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: right? <laughs> so, um, you
0: don't really know, right? You have enough to worry, and most people would say, ah, we know what you doing that." right? No, oh, that's not a good idea, But he's not, um, uh, not gambling, is he? He's, a he's not being exploited, is he? No, he likes it. Is he dangerous to others? So uh, they go. Is he sexually aggressive? No, but he is
2: criminal,
1: right?
0: So uh rightful sort of two are uh, criminal. Yes, funny.
1: So um you're talking about criminal you know, behavior even so he's not been charged with anything. The only legal charges because has is subject abuse, which doesn't count under so criminal behavior. This? Right. And there's yeah, you know, I guess I was working on the if there's no evidence.
2: Now remember criminal behavior,
0: great question. You ever hear the question? So the question is, he hasn't been charged with a stuff like stealing the parent's car or having a marijuana on his bed. Remember criminal behavior is a mental health definition. Legal function is the justice definition. That's where there are charges, fines of guilt. Criminal behavior is what do you know about? So you know about two things. You know about fines of guilt, but you also know about behavior. So in addition to the finding of the guilt, he continues to engage in things that could get him arrested. Things that could get you arrested is what criminal behavior is. So, because it's a mental health definition. So it's a different construct. Legal function is a uh, justice definition. It's strictly about court involvement because of your behavior, finding the field, risk of being set away. Why
2: is it two?
0: Because possession uh, of marijuana and uh, stealing from, uh, you speaking, uh, yeah. well, that's that's a phone are generally speaking the good engine, good right? so <laughs> yeah. when you're in <laughs> so That's why it's two. All right. So um, you want to see what? Oh, the caregiver, I thought we'd do it with Jake. If you did, um, they're pretty much uh, okay, except family stress, right? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe knowledge. So uh, I, I wouldn't do the caregiver. it's not really a caregiving. Relationship. Well, maybe I don't know. So, okay. Right? Yeah, he's, he is a um, stay-at-home child, I suppose, or a young adult, right? I, I mean, the way I'm thinking about, Jake, at least the way I would think about this, is you're really thinking about a transition to. Uh, independence kind of circumstance here and that's, you know, how you work it. So you really wouldn't be doing addressing your needs and leaving the family there. So that would be a judgment, right? And we could easily say, under uh, the circumstances, that your goal is to repair the relationship and make a long-term uh, living arrangement for Jay. And that also could be a cultural perspective, right? Because in different cultures, there's different expectations in that regard. So. I am uh, admittedly Anglo and I think when you're 18 you're on your own. You know, I live in a French Canadian household and my stepsons might be with us until they're uh, uh, in retirement. Right? So uh, I, I look at them and say, well, why are you still out here? Anyway, right? okay. okay. so there's no cultural variation in terms of those kinds of things. So. Alright, so would you like to see how to score this?
2: Because
0: yes. you don't score it in a traditional sense, you store it by creating uh, treatment plans based on the actual needs. I mean, you can score it, and you can use that, but that's for aggregates, for individuals, because I mean, okay, if you get a 10. What does that mean? Who knows? It doesn't mean anything, right? So for individuals, scores don't mean much. Now you can't score it in an algorithm for level of care, but here's the best way to score it uh, with scores in quotes. So the concept here of this is that in order to develop a plan, you, you, in order to pick on interventions, so you have that a theory of why. Right? So the answer is about the what. But a treatment plan is actually addressing a theory of why. And you have three choices, at least, in terms of how you do a the theory of why. You can use an evidence-based approach. So you're trained in cognitive behavioral, so you apply your theory to everything. So you're always looking at you know, behavior consequences, um, self-talk, scripts, all that kind of stuff. This is your theory of why, and you apply it to everything. So that would be one way. Do it. So I'm not sure that's a great way to do it, but it's not a bad way to do it. So you know what the uh, you know what percent of uh, diagnoses in DSM4 have a known cause? The same percent as the number. Zero. Yeah, there's only one number that the percent of the number is the same, zero. <laughs> not a single known cause for anything in DSM4 you know what percent of evidence-based practices have a theory of cause? 100 percent. Everything in our field is effective has a theory of cause. Not a single one of those theories has been demonstrated to be true.
1: What does that mean?
0: I don't have the slightest idea what that means but what I
1: suspect it means,
0: besides being ironic. I think what it means is doing an organized way of approaching things makes a hell of a lot more sense than just making it up uh, Right. So you're going to be more effective if you have a structured way of approaching freedom and that you just kind of wing it on uh, a session by session basis. So that's what I suspect that means. But here's what I think, is if you fit your theory of why to the belief systems of the people you serve, since there's so many different theories of why, that seems way more likely to be effective than always applying your own theory of why to everyone. So I think moving from that kind of evidence-based approach to a more flexible way of thinking about theories of why is probably quite relevant to being optimally effective. But that's what just what I believe. I don't have any data on that. Okay. We're looking to try and develop that, but anyway, okay, so this is one way to develop a theory of why. So This is saying you're going to take your actual needs and you're going to create a pathway model. You're going to have certain things that you need to understand, but you're not going to do anything about it. You've got other things that you actually think are the causal needs, and you're going to focus your treatment on the, those needs that you think are causal, and everything else is an effect. And if you're successful in addressing the causal needs, you should see changes in the effects. So let's see how you might be able to apply this to Jake. And you'll see this is a very, very clinical process. There's no right answer. There's different ways to conceptualize it. So. The background needs are things that you need to understand but you're not going to do anything about. It. So do you see anything of the twos and threes on the needs with Jake that you might just want to accept and you're not directly going to try to intervene it or you're just not gonna worry about it. You might accept it as a reality and uh, and not really address it one way or the other. Legal Legal, right. I mean you're not you can't really do much about that, right? You just need to be aware of the fact that he's on probation. You're not actually going to be working probably directly with his probation officers to try and get him off probation. You're probably going to be working with him and seeing maybe that'll happen. But it'll it should naturally whoops, naturally pass, perhaps. Yeah. Now you could, it is debatable because you could put legal functioning as an anticipated outcome. But if you're successful with treatment, he could get off probation, right? You could see it that way. So uh, but you could also just park it. Give another example of background needs was doing this process with an ACT team in Ottawa and they had this uh, uh, relatively young woman. Uh, She had no ability to to negotiate transportation but she was really, really in bad shape. She had a lot of needs. And so they just decided that they were not going to worry about teaching her how to negotiate transportation. They were just going to take her where she needed to go to get her stabilized before they worried about addressing and teaching her how to use transportation independently. So they took transportation and made it a background need. They're just parking it there because they
2: need to understand
0: that she can't get where she needs to go because they need to take her, but they're not actually addressing it. They're just managing it. They're aware of it. So So legal function, anything else that you might be as a background need? You could look at a one if it's possible. Well, those are strengths. So we'll talk about strengths in a, in a little bit. So that, these are, we're talking about needs right at the moment. I'm not sure I see anything else in this particular situation as a uh, as a, uh, as a background need. Now, what do you think you need to treat? What's the focus of your treatment? Okay, so you're thinking of family therapy. See, I would've picked a different route, personally. I would've picked depression as the, as the treatment focus, right? And then I would think that if I'm successful treating Jake's depression, his substance comes in line, and his family function comes in line. But you could have a completely different theory and say, I'm gonna treat the family functioning issues, and I think if I do that, the depression comes in line, and the substance abuse comes in line, right? I mean, this is how this works. You're creating your theory. So let's go with with that first theory advanced. So family functioning is a treatment target. Anything else is a treatment target? Substance. Substance, okay. Anything else? And then everything else would be anticipated outcomes, right? So, if, Well, it's up to you, right? I'm just asking yeah, you. Right? Okay, you want depression in there, too? Good. All right. That works for me. So I'm having enough trouble <laughs> typing it. <and laughs> I live in a, uh, at uh, the University of Ottawa is a bilingual university. Do you know what that means? Do you know what bilingual means in Canada? It's a code word. Here's, a, here's what you should know. There's people in Canada who are Anglophone, and there's people in Canada who are Francophone. People in Canada who are Anglophone speak one language. They speak English. People in Canada who are Francophone speak two languages. They speak French and English. So bilingual means French-Canadian. So I live in a French-Canadian academic environment, my keyboard is in French, and so it's always confusing for me to use a different keyboard. Okay, anyway, so I apologize for my poor typing. All righty. So that would mean then that, uh, see employment would be another thing that you might think about parking, right, Right? because in this model you're saying if I deal with the family functioning issues, if I deal with the depression and the substance abuse, I'll get him to work, Right. You could also say, I want to deal with all these things, and then I'm going to deal later with his employment. So that would be parking employment as a background need. You're saying, I need to remember this, but I'm not going to address it right now. So These are where your choices lie, right? This gives you your theory of how you uh, think that uh, Jake's uh, needs fit together. So in this current model, as we're talking about, um, what else is here? Um, sleep. No, I'm just saying you could do it a different way. I just put it in a way that you, you've been talking about it, right? Because if you didn't identify as a background need and you didn't identify as a treatment target, it becomes an anticipated outcome, which is what you think is going to happen. So what that means is since you identify three things as treatment targets, the family functioning issues, the substance use, and the uh, depression, that would mean everything else. And so I'm just going through to find anything else here. So criminal behavior would also be... Anything else? Any other twos and threes that I'm missing? Recreation, Recreation. right, right, right. And then the goals become: How do you know when it moves from a two to a one or a three to a two? So the goals become entirely individualized. The answer is not entirely individualized. The answer is a common language. So it lives at that tension of uniform individuality. The answer exists to create some level of individuality while still respecting the fact that you have to have some level of uniformity. When you get to the goals, you can be completely 100% individual. So what does it mean for Jake to be uh, resolving his employment issues? What is it? That's your goal. What does it mean to, for Jake to no longer have an actual sleep need? What has to happen? And that would be the goal. What has to happen for him not to be a, a two on criminal behavior? So that would be stop holding marijuana. Stop stealing your your parent's car, right? And what does it mean not to be a 2 on recreation? So that would be what the goals are. Okay. So now you have a, so what you're doing here, you know, you need to, the challenge of our work is you sometimes need to focus. Sometimes in our effort to focus we actually choose to simplify. Simplification is a bad idea if you're working with complex cases. So what you want to do is be able to focus without simplifying. That's what this is. So now you've taken one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight needs, and you're really focusing on three. And if you successfully focus on those three, you'd anticipate that you're actually addressing as many as seven of them. Yeah. The activities activities are the are the treatment. So what are you what are you going to do as your treatment? So you're going to do family therapy. Say again. Speak a little louder. Alright. So always do that, but don't kill the bird. I'm kidding. <laughs> See that's violence. One more example of
1: violence. <laughs>
0: what else would you do? Assess for medication. Ah, okay. Some people might do a CBT for the depression, right? Or interpersonal therapy for the depression, right? All right. So the goals of employment would be uh, create a resume, right? I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever what you're going to think. Or, you know, search for job, you know, decide job focus, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm just making something up. I thought we, uh, part of the well, we talked about that could be a possibility. So, so we didn't, but we could. See, personally, I would park family functioning and I would park employment. That's personally how I would approach this case. I'd focus, actually, on depression. I'd say, I'm gonna have treat the depression first, see what happens, because I'm wondering whether or not the substance abuse is secondary to the depression or a, or a developmental stage. I don't think I'm going to be able to solve the complex family functioning issues here for Jake and he's at the cusp. I'm not really thinking of him as long-term living in this household. I think the solution for him is moving out of the household, so that's how I would approach it, right? But you can approach it, as you can see, in a whole bunch of different ways, right? And So there's no right or wrong answer. What you do is after three months of trying it, the first way you develop it, if it works, great. If it didn't work, change it, right? To, re, to restructure it, to move things that you parked into treatment targets, or park things that you're not having any success with, or change an anticipated outcome to that. So, a young adults group might be a great way to work with. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: What do they call them these days? T. And that the, isn't that the popular acronym. Um, anyway, so, uh, transition uh, to adult, I don't know what it is, I don't even know what it stands for, um, youth, transition age youth. Uh, I, I, my experience, I've done a lot of groups with, uh, with a young adults, and all of them prefer to be called young adults to old adolescents, so uh, so I'm going to get rid of that, I've decided that's not culturally appropriate. So let's call it a young adult group, eh? Well, there I use an A. Somebody asked me if I'd use an A. Well, yeah. Do you know how Canada got its name? Well, I had a group of people that were three guys who were uh, asked to uh, work up the name, and so they said, well, okay, tell you what, let's put all the letters in a hat, and we'll pull out letters, and we'll use that to begin to create a name. So they pulled out the first letter. First guy said, I got a C, eh? Okay. Next guy, I, I got
1: an N,
2: eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
1: procedural question for the more many
2: questions. Yes.
1: Are you supposed to have, for
2: all the
0: No, not not necessarily. You could have one activity that covers three needs. Right? So but you should be able to cover you should be able to link each of the needs to an activity. But you could act, you could link one activity to multiple needs. Same thing, right? And actually, uh, we should probably do the strengths first because the goals would include activities around, the goals around strengths. So so let's uh, jump and talk about the strengths. I'm not gonna worry about the goals because um, you really can't do the goals without Jake sitting here anyway, but. Uh, all right, so you, you see the strengths are divided into two groups, strengths that are useful and strengths that you might choose to build. So Jake has uh, family strengths and optimism that are useful. Right? So you got the relationship with dad. And you may or may not have the interest in the cars, right? Yep, is that it? Everything else might be things to build. So uh, it's very, very hard to identify uh, things to build uh, without the person being present because it's quite literally uh, a personal choice what strengths you might want help uh, building so let's pretend uh, that Jake is sitting here and he's able to tell us that what he really wants to do is develop a better feeling of being connected to his new community and have friends and so forth and uh, uh, that support him and and develop his interest in cars so that uh, those are the things that he wants to to do so you're actually going to use his interest in cars um, with his I'm sorry' Young, or, or reconnecting with father around that, or getting him into a uh, an, automotative, automotative, an automotive automotive <laughs> an automotive an um, automotive training program, right? I mean, if you're thinking about Jake getting a job and you know he likes cars, it seems like that's a natural kind of thing, right? That, the, thing, yeah, right, exactly. So uh, could he at least internship at a at a garage? Is that a specific uh, a local uh, uh, reference? Well, very good. So, can you do something for Jake? Um. So that would suggest actually then an educational strength to build. If you could get a vocational education, right? So you get him into a, a, a program. Which if he's if he likes cars and he has a little bit of background, you might be able to convince him to uh, to get some involvement in a, a training program, right? All right, here I'd say more time with dad, that, you know, I think that's really what you'd be doing as an activity. And if you made it around cars, that's great, but uh, more time with dad. Yeah, you might have to work with the work schedule, right? But then, you know, I mean sometimes people make short-term sacrifices for the good well-being of the family, right? And sometimes they just need to understand that. Right? so I, mean, I bet you everybody in this room has made short-term sacrifices for the good of their family, right? So, I mean, that's the nature of being a loving family member, and Dad might just need to understand that this is a moment where maybe he needs to do that. So Tech program, tech, tech program. there we go. I was looking for the word. All right. So again, you see you can take everything that's on the, on the answer and
2: you can put it into this thing. It makes it focus, but you don't lose any information at all, really. And if you choose... The third way to do this kind of work is you actually do it interactively with the people you serve. You have them create their theory box. That's the third way to do it. You can actually do the third way. People create a theory
0: block with them in this strategy to help them have a structure for how they do it, which is a nice, nice combination of the two. Questions? Comments? Concerns? Anything? All right. So now remember, this is just the start. The training exists to give you enough confidence to try this. This is not the end of your training. This is the beginning of it. And the real training comes from what you do with it. So I would strongly recommend you have ways of talking to each other about the challenges that you experience as you move forward and figuring out how to uh, work through them. If, again, if this were easy, it would have been done. So, um, but it's not hard, and I think if you learn how to do it well, you actually find it's useful. So if you just go back and say. Uh, I'm going to fill this out because I may pull it out of county. To fill it out. You're not going to find it very useful. But if I can set it with consensus and transparency and make it matter for the plan, I think you will find it useful. And then the county has information that actually creates the opportunity. Here's the opportunity that I think we missed. Twenty percent of everybody, twenty percent of all people, have mental health needs. of people receive any mental health care. Only half of those are part of the 20% because half of the people in the mental health system don't actually have needs. That means that only about 10% of everybody who has mental health needs gets any help. The business opportunity is enormous. If we can demonstrate that having timely and effective mental health treatment is useful, that creates an incentive for people to invest in it. Currently, we have not made that case. What we're trying to do is make that case. Because otherwise, if you never make that case, you just have a perpetual strategy of people trying to cut, 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 because they don't see the value of it. So one of the most important things for us to do in the field is to demonstrate the rationality, that we know what we're doing, and the value. Because so, we're at the kind old of stigma in the I hear a psychologist. My parents' best friend said, oh, let's see that. It's a nice young That's the nature of what we do. Now it's way better than it used to be. But we saw a journey. And the journey right now is about creating, yeah, do you have that man here. here? Yeah. Do you want to hear the history of managed care through the humor about history? Care? i no. oh, we be There go. Oh, well, we're in that field? I'll just take the last trip. The first trip last year. The first trip was the medical director of a managed care firm dies, <coughs> from the 1980s. The director dies, goes to heaven. Peter, you coming in. you can go on in, but only for three days. Too so, <laughs> One of the
2: medical
0: directors goes hell, but the other is three days. Why doesn't that known. What happened is they're just setting access barriers because there's no relationship between assessed need and actual use, and so that made policy members to think policymakers makers to think it was arbitrary. That people just did what they're paid to do, not what people actually needed. How it turned out that's not true, and that was a disaster. Those access barriers to a strategy. The first generation of managed care was was just saying no philosophy, right? This was a disaster with all the population. People in the public sector with serious mental illness are among the most valued. Uh, most vulnerable, and preventing them from accessing care is an exceedingly bad idea. Right? So we go off. We move from a care, managed care model to a care management model. The humor has changed. A more recent joke is, "What's the difference between an optimist and a pessimist? And a care manager. <laughs> optimist says the glass is half full. Pessimist says it's half empty. A care manager says there's too much glass." we trying to understand the And now we're moving to an outcome-based system, right? So now actually an outcome human. So here's the very first outcome you've ever uh, Priest uh, in New York City, he flags out a taxi. The taxi driver is absolutely crazy. They turn around the crack. They both die. Something happened there at St. Peter? Taxi driver's first. St. Chris says, well, sir, we've got this beautiful 22-room mansion. It's right on the beach. I think he will be quite happy here for eternity. Priest is next. St. Chris says, oh, well, I've got this nice two-bedroom ranch. It's only a couple miles from the beach. I think he'd be quite comfortable here returning where he says, well, I don't mean to question you, but I don't understand. Why does the taxi driver get the match on the beach? i got the two-bedroom rent. If he says, well, i got to understand, we moved to an outcome-based system here. Frankly, when you spoke, sometimes people slept. well, when that cab driver enrolled, everybody prayed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We so have one last thing to do. We need the Marcus vignette. So, do Marcus. Put your name, your agency, your email address on. It, give it to me. We'll on your line You're going to do the Marcus vignette. Just the front page. The page. That's all you're going to do. And you're going to put it in with your name, your agency, your email address on the form. We'll calculate. Yeah. On the phone, just the front page, just the stuff we talked about. Uh, and you will uh, give that to me. We will run your live those. We'll send you an email of uh, congratulations in uh, probably about 90% of the cases. And that's uh, uh, less common than the percent of the cases, 5%, where you don't quite achieve 0.7. We'll give you feedback and a new vignette. And all you have to do is do the new vignette. And then almost
1: everybody
0: will revive it. So your name, please write your name so that we can read it. So um, because we'll give you a certificate. Suitable for print. I'm sorry? Yeah, anywhere anywhere you can put it. Doesn't matter where. Just the way we'll find it. Somewhere on the form. So you're doing Marcus. This is a solo project. Keep your eyes on your own. Feet on the floor. If you want to get it to me, I'd like to leave the number too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just need to answer it.
1: Yeah. Just
0: email as well. That's how I'll notify you. <laughs> <laughs>